0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chris and Dave's reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there,
1: Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. we covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 9, Episodes 9 through to 12. Now, Chris... We managed not to blow away yesterday after uh, what was it? Not not Eugene Eunice wasn't it? Eunice Storm Eunice was blowing through there. It was, it was proper Wizard of Oz stuff, wasn't it? In the UK, <laughs>
0: it was. Yeah, I came out to pick Sam up from work, and one of the uh, fence panels next door had blew out. But it like as if someone had dived through from the bottom. You know, you see these videos on TikTok where they sort of dive through the bottom, and the tops left, and it's the top of the, the <laughs> yeah. things. It was all over the road. It was it was bizarre, but you're right. There was just trees, branches everywhere. Luckily,
1: it wasn't as bad in Manchester. But I know you guys had it far worse down south. Yeah, it's was, it was weird because normally we, I mean, especially in Bedfordshire, right? We we are so far away from any coast. <laughs> <laughs> we usually get away with it all, but. Yeah, we, we uh, had a few trees come down, a few roads closed off and stuff because of that. But, uh, but yeah, we got through it in the end. It, it was saying on the news, like, it's the worst storm for a decade. But I'll be honest with you, I genuinely do not remember it being this bad in my lifetime. And that might be just because I was oblivious to the ones previous. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I stayed indoors, so it, it wasn't too bad until the evening. And then by the evening, it had pretty much gone. But, uh Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: That's the one day when also somebody who's going on holiday today, seeing the planes fucking trying to land at Heathrow. It wasn't giving me a lot of confidence, day. Somebody on purpose sent me the link to this guy who's doing like a sort of football commentary to the planes trying to land at Heathrow. And I'm thinking, oh, really? I'm going there. Like, you know, I'm going there today. Oh, we're going from Manchester to Heathrow, then on to uh, it's Sam's birthday, isn't it, for Dubai. So we're off there. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? We are not getting on that plane. No, don't do this
1: to me. I was, I was fucking looking at it on the BBC website. and. I tell you what, those pilots are fucking brilliant because yes, some, you could see the wind blowing the planes bloody sideways at times. They still manage to bloody land it and then they get the back tires down and then you can see the front before they can get the front one and the wind's fucking taking it away. It's like, oh, fuck me. I must admit, I was watching that and thinking... I hope this has died down before Chris fucking takes so, off. Well, you, you've got it worse, haven't you? You're going to land and take off from Heathrow. Yeah. So he yeah. could have been proper brown trousers time. He fucking will be later, Dave. Don't
0: worry. I'll still be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Chris, speaking of a shit storm. <laughs> Very good segue. See, see, see <laughs> what I did there. See yep. what I did. So... Obviously, we oh fucking maths, I'm, I absolutely love this season. <laughs> as we've said before, the Aussies just bring it, don't they? We start off with episode nine, and it's the commitment ceremony. I'd kind of forgotten about the commitment ceremony, like, you know, coming around. I always focus on the dinner parties, but the commitment ceremonies can be just as good, can't they? So what? what where do you want to start with the commitment ceremony? Well, well, I think
0: one of my observations, Dave, and I think we talked about this last series of maths, was you can see who wants to stay in it for the fame, who wants to stay oh in it for the God. TV time. Because, you know, there's some solid um, relationships there, without a doubt, but there's some absolutely, you know, by a fucking thread, they are together. They shouldn't carry on, but it's like, we're going to have a go. And I'm
1: like, fuck off.
0: You just, there, there's no, they're not going to be together. So, so
1: can, I, I'm going to find it really hard not to go in for the whole episode on Andrew, to be honest.
0: Oh, Dave. Well, that's, that's, can yes. we, can yeah, we start
1: there with the commitment ceremony? Because yeah. what a fucking absolute prize cock he is. Because he absolutely sat there and just launched into Holly. She'd made him fucking cupcakes for his daughter's birthday, and he was like, "Uh, I didn't even see an apology note in there." <laughs> like, <laughs> she made you fucking cupcakes? She's never met your daughter, you bell end. These are these are the apology, you fuckhead. And so, I, honestly, I was fucking really screaming at the screen at the time when this was on. And then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna stay." <laughs> you just want the tv time don't you for me that was the most blatant where it was like you just want to be on tv don't you mate There's, there's literally nothing positive that you've said about holly that could make you want to stay it is just you want to stick around for a bit longer
0: yeah, and, I, and you know, the fact that it's his motivational speaker, there's going to be fucking nobody turning up to his next fucking TED Talk, Dave. I'm telling
1: you. The piece.
0: Can you imagine it?
1: People would be like fucking lemmings, fucking wanting to jump off a cliff after being motivated by him. What the fuck could he motivate? He is the most disrespectful douchebag I think I've seen on this season. Uh, uh, this, this series, even, you know, the, the whole thing. Honestly, Chris, and you know what rubs me up the wrong way as well? It's when he says, like, well, as a leader, I you know, I, 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 have to be better. And, you know, uh, and he's just like, well, you're displaying this narcissistic behavior. And he's just fucking coming out with all these cliches. But he's just he's fucking firing it out in all directions. And I'm glad Alessandra called him out didn't she you know because he's saying well i i can't sugarcoat things you know i just have to you know i'm telling the truth and that's that's the thing we see in a lot of these reality dating shows isn't it it's just well i'm just being honest well yeah you (laughs) cauliflower sorry cauliflower eared (laughs) i'm just being honest you are a prize fucking cockhead and you win bell end of the week it's a new uh it's a new award chris i think i'm gonna continue this <laughs> uh, and it's uh, or it could be just the andrew award to be yeah. honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i've got a slightly different take on this dave so so andrew i completely agree he's a fucking cock an absolute horrid horrid man and he. he the disrespect towards Holly is a disgrace. And I'm so, I'm with you. I'm so glad Alessandra called him out. John was the same. Mel, I finally re- remembered all the names, Dave. I may have searched on Google to make sure I don't forget the judge's names because I'm useless <laughs> with them. But, but they were right. What they were saying. It's like, and you can be honest and there's nothing wrong with that. It's better to be honest, but that doesn't allow you to just be fucking plain rude with people. And just, just, you know, just really yeah. nasty. And, uh, gaslighting completely, absolutely gaslight a yeah. 101. I will say, Dave, though, and, and this isn't just me, me and Sam have watched this all week, and it obviously it gets to like episode um, the last two of this week, like 11 and 12. And we're both of the same opinion. There's something not right with Holly. I don't know whether she's got, not, there's anything, not, no, that's probably the wrong word that, but I don't know whether she's taking medication or she's got ADHD or something, but I think. If I think if she'd been with someone else, she wouldn't have been as gaslighted the way he is because Andrew's a cock. But there's something off with her, Dave, and I can't put my finger on it because she just goes from zero to 100 when she goes psycho. And... I I get it. I totally, I totally, totally get it. Andrew is, he's horrid. But what I'm trying to say is I feel for her. I feel as if this is not the platform for her. This isn't me calling her out or taking the piss or anything. I don't. But when she really loses her temper, I don't, Dave, I honestly think they they need to look at this girl afterwards and like the aftercare stuff because she seems to be on the edge of something. And it, it for me, it was quite unpleasant viewing this week because I was screaming at Andrew like, you're a fucking dick, get him off the show. But for her, I was like, it's just something not right. So I, I do, you know, usually me, I'll take the piss and nothing, but I, do, I am concerned, Dave, because I'm thinking there's just something off here, whether she is fame hungry And she's got to come up and I don't think so. I just think there's something else going on there
1: that we don't know about. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I tell you what I see, because she does, there's various points, certainly in the last couple of episodes. So let's just stick on Holly and Andrew and then, you know, rather than going episode by episode. I think she's displaying signs of just being fucking abused and gaslit she think about it go back to like when he said you know how shit she was in bed <laughs> and he felt fucking yeah. nothing and then he just kept going he was like not only he just i didn't feel a connection or anything but i've had fucking one night stands that are, be- that are better than you and he thinks because he delivers it in this very calm and not monotone way but like just a factual way you know, he's, he is a motivational speaker. I do think he's full of shit, and he can't motivate anyone. But he's clearly used to public speaking. So, I think we've seen like her go from right. I'm trying this. I'm trying this. I'm trying this, and like getting ground down and constantly fucking uh, chipped away at, uh, to a point where she's just like, "Oh, fuck this!" And you know, when when um. He's basically saying, you know, we're, we're not just on different pages. We're on different books and everything. That's when she, we saw a snap for the first time. But he'd already been grinding her down for a fucking long time before that. So, and now, I mean, I don't know if we want to get straight onto the dinner party. I, 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 let's, let's do that because, like I say, if we stick on these two, she was just fucking ambushed. And exactly the same as what this fucking shithouse group did to Anthony last week when selling wound everyone up and everyone just like, rather than hearing the other side, just made their mind up based on one side of the story and just went after Anthony. They did the fucking same here with Holly. And so she's gone in there and she's already been wound up. You know, they, she's gone back. She's tried to fucking open it up again. And uh, it, just constantly, he's just being this fucking gaslighting douchebag. And so, by the time she walks into the dinner party, yeah, she's fucking wound up. And, like, you know, just like, I, I just want to kind of get through this. I don't want to acknowledge him. I want to see everyone else get a bit of screen time, Chris. Um, and, then, you know, just the fact that everyone ambushed her, in my opinion, was disgusting. And yeah, she started to get a bit like manic. But for me, it's a it's an abuse thing. It's not a fucking. It's not like she's wired on whatever. Um, but I, I, to your point, I think you're right. I think she needs to have a bit of aftercare after this series because I, I do think it's genuine gaslighting that we're seeing here with them two.
0: Yeah, it's and you know what, though, That's a great perspective on it. I think because it just I felt for her, but then I'm thinking what's going on is she okay it, 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 and and i must admit the dinner party thing caught me completely off guard because you'd watched it before me and you said like oh my god and i was like oh what's going on so when we watched it i mean someone looking at each other going where the fuck has all this come from what's going on what because the girls just turned on it didn't they dave it was so bizarre yeah. i was like not all of them, and I do. I've got to give a credit, Dave. I thought me and Sam have been having a bit of a, a not a dust up, but a bit of a, a disagreement. But it's <laughs> you know, there's nothing new. But you know, is it Dominica or Dominica or something? And we keep saying a name. I say a Dominica, name, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sam's like, it's not that, and I'm like, yeah, it is actually. So we start like having a bit of a disagreement. <laughs> Just say Dom, Dom, yeah, Dom. <laughs> she called him to a tea, Dave, and the judges absolutely. Loved it. And all three of them were in agreement going, she's right. She's absolutely right what she's saying. Like, I found it bizarre that every... <laughs> Go on, sorry.
1: You know, so I'll just say very quickly, I was thinking with Dominica, because I thought she was out of order last week when she went for Anthony, and it was good yes. to see her um, apologise for that and, and, you know, just reset between them two. So I don't think there'll be any beef going forward. But I was thinking she's just the right tool for the right job in this moment with uh with Andrew because if you've got um if you've got a vicious dog you know it's kind of useful if you've got a burglar if you want someone to mi- mind your newborn baby not so much you know yeah. so it's the same tool it's just in a different context and situation isn't it and i thought in this moment with uh Andrew she was the right tool in that right uh environment the most disappointing, I think, I, I, I or the most disappointed I am out of everyone, Chris, is Olivia. I don't know what's going on with her, and I don't know if it's due to her own lack of self-esteem or what. But she just was not interested in hearing Holly's side of the story, and she came across like she was incredibly opinionated about you know what Holly should do. And of course, Andrew, he'd held court beforehand, hadn't he? He'd given everyone the sob story and everyone was just fucking lapping it up. No one more so than Olivia. And I was just like, you need to fucking get some perspective. And and right up until that dinner party, I'd really liked Olivia and Jackson. And, um, you know, they do seem well suited, but that left a sour taste in my mouth that did.
0: Yeah. And you know what, David? It's funny because I think what, what Andrew did was what selling did the week before. He got his. The, yeah, what I, found, I don't think he got his story across like selling did because I've just found everyone so judgmental. I, I, I was completely caught off guard with this. I wasn't expecting anybody to go out to bat for him. I know they don't see all of it, but I was thinking, is there stuff going on here that we don't know about that? You know, is he, is he telling people, like, as they go to the gym, don't they, and stuff, and we don't see all that, like, in the last series, there was that couple who got together, mm. Sam's, uh, I bloody name, she was the ex-police. It was Beck and
1: Bryce, with the, Beck and Bryce. the conversation in the, in the gym.
0: Yeah, you know, you're <laughs> my type, and all this, and he was denying it, and then you had the bald-headed lad with the, the girl who was the ex-cop, and they, they, you know, they'd had a bit together, and, they, you know, it that Sam wanted a fight Cam with him.
1: That's it. Coco Cameron. I'm sure there's useless. I'm sure there's useful information I've got in my brain. That's pushed out <laughs> because of remembering all these shit house, fucking fame, hungry wannabes. Spankers, <laughs> but, but you're right.
0: There, there must be stuff that he's telling people and the lads are going back to the girls. Cause it, it just, it was the most bizarre take. And the, I mean, I've got to call out the judges again, Dave. They're fucking rubbish. I'm sorry. They're absolutely <laughs> rubbish. They're, they're just sitting there letting Dominica fucking go for him. I know they, they can't get involved like that, but I'm like, you, you. and we'll talk about that in a minute because there was a bit with selling and Andrew where they did nail him in episode nine, didn't they? They sort of went after him for the behavior, but other than Mm. that i've seen nothing from them i'm like you're shit you just sat there like a load of school kids just pissing yourself going oh oh that's terrible well when you meet
1: up with them all fucking tell them (laughs) basically into them. basically us yeah basically basically us (laughs) (laughs) like oh i wouldn't have done that oh you can't say that (laughs) Don't, don't do that again but just quickly going back to that episode nine
0: how good was it when the judges went after Andrew and selling Dave and selling got a oh. fucking shoeing off John and Mel, they went at her and I was and was like, it's not funny. That's the, and she and she was like doing the mm-hmm. like air quotes once you like, Oh, well I've offended him and all I'm doing David Brent. or them The proper, yeah. you know, she, she, everything <laughs> she said, she, you could tell she wasn't buying into any of it. However, no. there has been a sea change with her. Now, whether they've humbled her, And Or whether she's gone, oh, shit, Australia's going to fucking hate me and the viewers are going to hate me. I need to tone this down. I don't know. But that was a turning point for her, whether we believe it's real or not.
1: I I would love to think she's had that penny-dropping moment and she's gone through life and no one's actually called out her bullshit before. They've just all, like we saw last week, that when she's held court, Everyone's just lapped it up and, you know, they've demonized whoever uh, bloke it is that's on the receiving end. And everyone's just agreed with her and gone along with it. And this is the first time she's actually been told it. I would love to think that, Chris. I I, I think my gut is telling me, though, she's just fame hungry and realizes that she's coming across quite badly and she needs to correct that. And so uh, in order to stay on TV and in order to not be uh, the series villain, because don't forget, this is Married at First Sight. It's not Bachelor. With Bachelor, if you're the villain, you've got a good chance of getting onto Bachelor in Paradise, you know, if you're a really good villain. Whereas for Married at First Sight, this is the only season. And you can see, like, like with Bryce last season, I don't think he's worked again since. <laughs> you, know, if you come across like a prime douchebag. Uh, you know, it's just it's probably not going to end well for you. So I, I don't know. I, I just I'm not buying any of it. But definitely, she came across a lot better this week. I just question the 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 real why as to as to why she's doing that.
0: Yeah, and, and you know what, Dave? One of the other issues that we'd gone into in episode eight, which got addressed in this episode, was the Cody um, and Selena, you know, the whole, obviously, race um, incident. And we I said then, and we both said the framing of they've made him out to be a racist, <laughs> basically. And I thought, yeah. the way it started, it still started bad. But I do think that, and this isn't an excuse, but I do think his speech was genuine. I think he, he said, I'm not very good with my words and things like that. I'm not completely convinced. I don't know whether he's doing the same thing where he's thinking, oh, shit, people are going to think I'm a racist because he likes blonde surfer girls. Uh, and obviously, uh, Selena isn't blonde. She's not a
1: surfer, you know, so it's yeah, all... She's got dyed blonde hair, hasn't she? Mm. I didn't get that. I mean, she, she has. Obviously, she's not naturally blonde, but how many fucking people are, Chris? Exactly. She's exactly. dyed her hair blonde. Um, I, I yeah, completely agree. I think whether it was genuine or not, came across bloody well, that speech, I thought. Yeah. And yeah, I thought did. he said, I I don't think he could have improved on that. I thought it was brilliant the way he said he, he, you know, wasn't very good with his words and what he really meant to say was he's just never been out with an Asian girl before, so it's different for him, you know. But that she, he thinks she's fantastic and everything, so he could not have improved on that. And I, I do think, in my gut, Chris. I feel like I believe that story. You know, out of all the others like Andrews, Ellings, I just don't buy at all. His, I did buy. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. And and I think one
0: of the other couples, which has become really prominent this week, is Tamara and Brent. For me, because one of them's lying, Dave. One of them's lying. We know we've seen Tamara. We we mentioned that she dropped her walls a bit. She changed as a character. There seems to be a proper connection. I don't know whether it is actually Brent Dave, whether he is the problem, whether he's just so um, defensive because of the stuff that that had happened previously. I don't know because when I'm watching it this week and the arguments have, and then when we get to the dinner party and, they're having this bust up all the way there. They're in the taxi, the kick, even outside the studio. <laughs> then they walk in. I love that. We've all been there, Dave. We've had that argument. Me and Sam have had loads of bust ups. And then you, <laughs> people come to your house and you're like, hello, would you like a drink? You know, like we're a fucking couple of the year. Every single fucking married couple does that, don't they? We've all been there. That fucking fake. Oh, I always think, yeah, everything's fine. Next minute, the fucking girlfriend takes the fucking the wife off and they're, blah, and they're like, I'm suddenly they going, fucking argument with her you know and all this, like you do we all do it and it was funny and he's like well at least get your drink but the way it went on this week i was all for brent and i'm not sure as i've gone on i'm thinking it is actually brent who's the one who's because he's a snappy little get and i think he's got a real hang-up on what she said and it's i don't know if
1: just something was offered for me i kept thinking he was in the wrong there towards the end of the week i, I don't know <laughs> i mean she from episode one you know, we'd seen tomorrow. Be I mean she came across really badly, yes. I felt really judgmental and, and opinionated um in episode one. And then she seemed to soften a bit and I think the dynamic of them two, I actually feel like it could still potentially work because she's she's got such a high opinion of everything that she thinks, like it's her way or the highway, fair enough. He doesn't stand for the shit. And what I like is this almost fourth wall breaking stuff that Brent does. <laughs> because ultimately what she'd said at the commitment ceremony was um she was asked by John, see there you go, it's only taken like fucking three seasons or something and <laughs> Me too. you've said it enough that i i remember his name <laughs> you know if if i thought he was some kind of relationship sage i'd remember his name earlier on but uh but i don't so he'd asked though is brent enough for you and we had that uncomfortable before you go to commercials kind of uh pause from Tamara, and she was just like I don't know. Now, in the same way that I've said, well, with Cody, I just think he was a bit shit with his words there. I felt at the time that Tamara was interpreting that question wrong. She was hearing, you know, do you think you and Brent will make it, you know, for the next year, two years, five years, 10 years. That's how she was processing that question, I think. But the way uh, it was meant, and the way I think Brent definitely took it was, well, with his occupation and what he does, does that fit your criteria for a a life partner? That's what, that's what the question was. Yes. So I just think the pause and everything, and and it was validated in the next episode. She said, you know, that's not quite what she meant, but you know yourself, Chris, once you've been really pissed off and you're heated and angry there is, there is actually no point talking. And I guess maybe for girls it's different. For guys, it's not. Sometimes you just have to leave us alone and just stew a bit. And then once we calm down, we can come back and have a proper conversation. And you know, you wind your neck in, and you're like, ah, you know, what I was a bit of a dick there, or, or, or maybe you're not. It's like, look, this isn't as big a deal as we've made it out to be. Whatever that is, you know, sometimes. You're just not fucking ready to be talked to, but when she's talking to him, and he's just like, "Look, I don't want to talk. Just, just leave me." But she's like, hmm, "I think you really, you know, <laughs> you really need to talk," and blah blah blah. And you could tell that the cameras are not there twenty four hours a day, Chris. So the camera crew's turned up, and then she wants to talk, and then he just gets wild up, and he's like you only want to talk now because you know how you're coming across. (laughs) So he's kind of breaking the fourth wall and telling us like, she's not like this all the time. You just, you, the cameras are here and you want to come across better. Like you're, you're this, you know, empathetic person. So, I don't know. I, th- I think this is, honestly, Chris, this is a toxic couple I would steer clear of in real life. But I do think I, I kind of love in the back and forth. And look, it's not definitely one side or the other. It's a mixture of both, isn't it? But I think part of it is the fact that Brent isn't the sort of person to be walked over. And Tamara, with some of the things she's saying, she's saying like, oh, you just want someone you can protect. She's come in here. Remember The Bachelor, Chris, when they found that guy with all the notes on what oh, to do God. and what to say. Yeah. yeah. Right. Samara's so had that in her locker waiting. You know, and if she was with someone like Andrew, uh, Andrew Anthony, you could you'd see that and think, "Oh, she's got a point there." It's like look at fucking Brent. He's tattooed up to the fucking eyeballs. He's like he's been working in nightclubs and stuff. He's not fucking looking for someone to look after, is he? So, you know, saying little things like that from Tamara's side that are completely off and out of context, Uh, it still makes me honestly think it's it's more her side than it is on his, to be honest.
0: Well, did you spot... That's a good point. Did Did you spot... Um, means I'm laughing when they had that argument just before they left for the dinner party, and someone they'd obviously been arguing off camera, and someone must have literally kicked the Mm. door in with the mobile phone because they filmed it in portrait mode. Yeah, and it it was, (laughs) what What was that? I think someone's just grabbed the phone and ran in and gone, Shit, they're arguing get the footage because I can't imagine the way that argument was going they've done like a tower where they say to him right um, can you tell us about what happened and then it gets a bit heated you know for the camera and someone tells someone to fuck Mm. off or whatever it's literally like they've walked in with the phone because the next minute the camera someone's got the phone landscape because you've got that horrible border as someone who does YouTube Dave I've I've, I've come privy to that over the years making them mistakes but it was weird because there was a couple of shots and I'm like they haven't staged this this didn't look like they were staged because was. Was watching the fucking TV and stuff, which was funny. But I don't know <laughs> I,
1: there's, too there's, too loudly, though, Chris. That was the yeah, problem.
0: That was the problem. And then he's saying other things to her, and she's saying it to him. But I think you're right. the there, there's a toxic side to that relationship. But I think there's a passion there as well. I think I think there, there is a passion. I think there's a physical attraction. But I don't think they're going to be together at the end of this, Dave. I really don't. <laughs> no.
1: I mean, of course, there's a physical. Attraction. they they you know um they're both good-looking people aren't they but uh at some point chris this relationship will take a nosedive oh big time and i'd say another couple days no? a little st-
0: <laughs> you dick i'm such <laughs> a dick. dick you
1: absolute
0: <laughs> dick! less <laughs> of the nose jokes um, but, but no i'd say what's what's that a bit of a weird and, and he's acting really bizarre is that mitch you know mitch and ella great looking couple first couple of episodes you were like oh these are fucking in it and i said to you the first week we covered i said there's been nothing they were the ones i had down as like you know the the ones that you wouldn't think could survive or whatever but this, they would they would seem really tight really good and then he's just died acting really weird towards her like apparently mm. there's no physical touching he won't kiss her and i'm like what's wrong with mm. you she's a really pretty girl you know th- there's just something off with this kid i mean every time he comes on the screen sam's like who the fuck is this guy he's like a throwback from the 80s she was
1: saying he was like um <gasps> I, said, oh. <laughs> I said last last episode i said he like did this, he could be the drummer from bros yeah yeah she <laughs> said what did she say did she say
0: nick kershaw haircut 100 or nick something?" Kershaw, yeah. yeah yeah and and, like, and she's right haircut, and you're, you're both yeah you're both i called him ken dinner barbie and ken but he, he's just started acting Dave. i don't know whether he's got fatigue it's three weeks in he's, his last bit of dialogue on episode 12 in the dinner party i thought was really disrespectful towards her however the judges mm. were fucking going mad because she accepted it ella and she went Oh, yeah, I can yeah. see your point. And they were like, no, no. You know, like, so I think they're yeah. in for a rocky
1: ride, Dave. Well, I think with Ella and Mitch, what was obvious was there was a massive physical attraction. They're both yeah. nines or tens, aren't they? You know, it's it's like stick them together in closed quarters. They're going to fuck each other's brains out for at least a few weeks, you would think. But after that, they have to figure out, you know, if they actually got anything beyond that. And I'm not sure they have. I mean, the, the thing I can't, the doubt that I can't shake is a question that Ella asked very early on, actually. It's like, well, what what are you doing on here? <laughs> you know, you must yeah. be on all the dating apps and stuff. And she was getting at the fact, he's not struggling to, to pull stunners as well, is he? No. You know, he's, he's he walks into a bar. It's isn't a setup for a joke. Uh, but, you know, he, he, and if he wants to, he's going to pull. That yeah, it's just uh, and and you're sort of like well what are you doing here then and he doesn't want to engage when we had the intimacy week he just wasn't doing anything he's like yeah it's like a private moment for us you know and not with the cameras here And it's like he'd also said before that he wasn't really that bought in he doesn't think the ex- are as good as what they say they are now it's okay for us to say that chris because i think he's right but you know actually saying it to the uh the cameras there to just seems showing your hand a little bit too much and i fatigue you mentioned there is exactly what i was thinking i I was just thinking i wonder if he's just you know he's been putting up this kind of nice guy act and he's he's just tired of it now because it the way he was talking to ella was bang out of order yeah. And, you know, she, she just wanted to defuse the situation. She realized it was going nowhere. They were going to butt heads. And so she's decided to back down, which is not great. But he is going to get torn a new arsehole, I think, next week.
0: Yeah, I think by so. By the ju-
1: judges. Oh, not judges. The matchmakers. Yeah. Yes, I keep calling them judges. It's
0: my fault. Um, no, I'm with you. I, I, I think there's summer off with this kid, I really do. I mean Anthony and have, have faded into the background, so maybe it's their turn to have a bit of drama this next week coming up. But but again, Dave, I cannot wait. It's been it's fucking brilliant. This <laughs> yeah. show, it's so good. It is. It's brilliant.
1: We mentioned about Dominica and Jack, and Dominica going for um, Andrew and and being the only one really. I'll make a point again that I, I found it very weird because the group were all there when Andrew was a complete dick in that commitment ceremony and the things that he was saying, they're just obviously not picking up. He's saying about taking accountability, but he actually doesn't. i tell you what, he doesn't like Andrew. He doesn't like it when you criticize him. You can see he's got that inner fucking rage and he has worked very, very hard to keep a lid on that. And um, yeah, I, 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 at some point you could see he would go for it. And it probably is f- two previous failed fucking marriages. Uh, th- there's probably clues in there. Dominica and Jack, though, Chris, I must I admit, I, I didn't spot this so much in the first week. But fuck me, I, I class myself as a bit of a nerd, Chris, but Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see when, yeah. when the intimacy week? And he was like, he kept, they kept oh, it sh- showing it, didn't they? It was like, it's like Christmas, but with things that you put in you. And he was just giggling to himself with the fucking most awkward, nerdy giggle you've seen in your life. And it, it, I, I don't know what's going on with him. Clearly, Dominico is a very sexual person. And honestly, Chris, he just comes across a little bit repressed. Yeah. He, he, and you're
0: right. That thing when they got the toys was when he was fucking around with that feather he was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like you say, he was like a little kid. And she, oh, and eventually, was, me and Sam were watching yeah. it going, fucking put that feather down, you fucker. I was like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking punch the screen in a minute. And then eventually <laughs> Dominique went, can you stop doing that? It's distracting. Yeah. And then he put it down and still did the actions with his fingers. I was like, oh, there's something going on here. There's something fucking really going on with this guy. Because I couldn't get it. I mean, she was horny as anything. I mean, he literally, and it doesn't, everyone's different. Everyone, um, shows affection or the man, woman differently, but she she obviously just wants uh, affection, touch. You know, she wants sex. There's fuck all wrong with that, Dave. You know what I mean? So she she, she is a sexual person, and he obviously isn't. He feels very shy mm. about it. But that was just classic, like children, like distracting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the feather! He was doing that in her face. I'm like am I really watching this? He was so uncomfortable. Now, whether it's a family thing and he's thinking, my mum and dad are going to be watching this. Um, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, they're going to give me a roast. I don't know. It might be something the way he's been brought up, but he was, he just, as soon as them toys come out, he was like, oh my God, what are these? You know, Mr. Mystery Position fucking 101, I think, Dave. <laughs> but, um- <laughs> <laughs>
1: We, and, and she mentioned a few times didn't she what what, what, is, what, did she say she said a phrase I've never heard before it must be an Aussie thing but she says uh, what does it take to get a root yeah. <laughs> did she pick up on that Yeah, like, a, a root I've never <laughs> heard of that before but um, you know <laughs> she's just fucking horny as fuck and he's like He's like a schoolboy. And I think one day, has he got like ADHD or something or is he just really uncomfortable with the situation? And so he's, he's fidgeting, you know, with the feather and stuff to try and occupy his brain a little bit away from the awkwardness of the situation.
0: Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. Um Weird, really weird. Now, Dave, I've got one final thing to say on all this is I am gonna literally throw my remote control at the TV. If Holly decides to stay, right? Uh who and Andrew have got to finish. Gone. See you later. Don't want to be you, sort of thing. They're the one, I think even Anthony and have a chance, even if it's just for TV. Uh, but they mm-hmm. have got with a couple who go, they've got to go. If because the one thing that really pisses me off on this show is if you're in a relationship, you should both be in agreement. So for me, if they both say stay, they stay. If one of them says they want to mm. go, one wants to stay, they go. And I don't understand this at all because they go, oh, you're going to have to be here for another week. Well, that, that's not how it works. If someone doesn't want to be in this environment,
1: then surely... But that's, that's what makes it so great, though. I know it it's does. Like, I know it does. I really but... want to leave. Guess again. You're yeah. fucking staying here. <laughs> it. <like> again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> another all inclusive <laughs> holiday. But no, but you know, for it to validate the show, I feel I think the logic behind it, and you're right, we need these people, we need the drama, we need the silliness of it. But to validate the show and what they're trying to go mm. for, it should be unless they're in total agreement to both stay, they're gone and you bring another couple in. That that's how I do it.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think we've seen this before where it has been so blatant. That they just and uh, right now, Holly and Andrew fucking hate each other, and if either of them right stay, I mean first of all, Andrew has to come back first because he he walked out at the end of the episode, yes. didn 't he? Yeah. yeah, we saw that from Bryce about fucking twenty times last season, so <laughs> I, I have no doubt Andrew will be back when he realizes that means his five minutes of fame has gone um, but I don't think we've seen it where it's so blatant as this lot here. The likes of Selin, the likes of Andrew, there is no way they really wanted to stay other than to be on TV for a bit longer. Whereas before, it, it's been, you've had the odd thing, which is a bit um, where you think, oh, I thought they'd leave and, and they choose to stay. But it's still like you know, sixty percent one way, forty percent the other. Whereas this was just so far gone, you know, for for them to. I, I think you know. Let Let's see. I, I think if if they all say they're going to stay, I agree. I think for the next season, they they sort of have to change something around because it's just too stupid. Really, it's like the it's like the Love Island fifty grand. Are you going to split it or take it all? Well, well, they always take it all, don't they? So the leave thing has to mean something for me.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. There doesn't seem... That's what I think I, I mean is, and you always put it better than me, Dev, I must admit, but the the actual... There's got to be a payoff. There's got to be something as a viewer yeah. and there doesn't seem to be... What, yeah. I love the drama. I love... Andrew's got to stay in just for that, but he, he can't <laughs> stay in if he's has been completely toxic all the time to Holly because that's not fair on her. This is where I think this thing I'm saying there's something slightly off with Holly... Is this is where we'll see if if she is there for the fucking viewing, Dave. Because if she says stay next time, it's a fucking joke, and I am out, I am off that train because there's no way there is anything they, they cannot resurrect that relationship. They
1: just need to part and that's it. Absolutely gone. You know. There is another dimension to this, isn't there? Because it's not only necessarily about the relationship that you're in right now. i'm not not promoting infidelity here but on maths i sort of am (laughs) so i said last week that anthony and holly actually seem like a far better match and if the matchmakers weren't just trying to fuck with people (laughs) they could obviously see that we saw at the uh the, the last dinner party so episode 12 um holly had spoken to like al we haven't actually spoken about Sam and Al, so so let's come back to them. But I think two things came across to me. Al, for, for his boyishness and immaturity, you can see he's got high empathy. He doesn't like it when other people are not in a good space and he tries to do something. And like last week, it was doing the whole shooey thing. Like everyone it was this uncomfortable atmosphere. So he's like, right, I'll make a bit of a dick of myself. And everyone will laugh, and you know, the atmosphere will be lifted. And he could see that Holly just was in a really bad place. And whereas the girls, like a lot of them, were just ready to demonize her, he was just going over to check she was okay. But after that, you had Anthony going over there. I'm like, I'm sure there's something gonna happen here. Surely Anthony and Holly are gonna see what what we can see, that they are a, such a better match than uh, the partners that they've currently got i think you're right and, and let's also dave because we saw it in the uk
0: one didn't we where there was a bit of a uh, bit of afters between two of the uh, couples but i think you know what dave the i'm whole, gonna go last last year in australia you had coco and cam didn't you? yes sorry yeah you did As You said that before you're right sorry um but also dave you know you've touched on a point then i forgot about al i'm sticking up for al now So, so Samantha. I'm not just saying it because Samantha is the name of my wife, Dave. So I can get a few digsy when she listens to this. It's
1: not that at (laughs) all. You could actually say, right? You could legitimately say Samantha is a fucking prick, just at the right or or wrong moment. (laughs) (laughs) And all I will hear on the end of this line is "dink." Yeah, Chris, you there? (laughs) You, You there? (laughs) look i'm
0: recording this when she's asleep dave but you're right yeah Yeah. what a bitch she is but anyway on the show on the show but um but no so al we get it you know he acts a bit silly me and you both called him out the fucking press-ups and the wedding and all that was ridiculous he is 25 she's slightly older but she's told him from the start she doesn't want affection because, and yeah. she's like, I don't want you to kiss me. He, wasn't, he, he got pied off twice when he went in for a kiss. He couldn't put his yeah. arm on her. She said, fucking no. So then she decided, oh, actually, let's have a kiss. So they have a kiss. So he doesn't know. If it was me, I'd be like, I don't want to put my arm around her just in case because I might get fucking. She might have a go me. It's the rejection yeah. in it. He doesn't want the rejection. Yeah, yeah. So she set out the boundaries of the relationship. He's adhering to him. And then the next minute we're getting these fucking foe crying when he doesn't like me. He doesn't yeah. want it to. And I'm like, make your fucking mind <laughs> up, girl, because you have <laughs> set this up and he's only following him. And she's like, he only follows him when I say, and I'm like, but you've told him that from the start. So for me, yeah. Al is for me, I like Al now, I must admit, and I, I feel really sorry for him. I think she's just taking the piss.
1: I agree with you. I think Sam had a particularly bad week this week. She came off horribly because when, like like you say, you had these fucking fake tears and it's like, oh, he doesn't come near me. He doesn't want to touch me. It's like, well, that's because you fucking snap at him whenever he fucking tries anything. And then when she was like, oh, well, you know, when I went to bed, I, you know, I was expecting you to follow me. It's like, He's not a fucking mind reader. I mean, uh, uh, all blokes are not mind readers, but Al, you know, he's got a lot of growing up to do. And and like I say, I think you see, he does definitely have that strong empathy. I do think he, he's so immature, even for a 25-year-old, but he's been mollycoddled all yes. his life. You could yeah. see that from his mum, like, getting all his fucking clothes ready for work, making him a packed lunch and whatever. So he's just been in that environment. But I think there is a good person there. I, 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 yeah, I, she just baffled me. It's like, what the fuck do you actually want? And, and when you see Ali sat there, it's like, well, I was watching a movie. He, he's got a genuinely <laughs> confused look on his face. i tell you what, when Holly was trying to explain some of the flirting things that he could do, it was like someone who would just woken up to the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just been unplugged, and he's like, "I don't understand what's going on." <laughs> he's <laughs> <just> that vague <laughs> expression on his face. He's so good, but he's definitely—I'm definitely warming to him. He's—he's—he's he's, um, he's got a good heart, hasn't he? And I, I think it, when he gets a scolding, he reacts to it as well, and he tries to behave himself. But I do think, you know, Sam comes across a bit inconsistent and, yeah, I I don't know how much hope, hope I hold out for this too. No, and you know what, Dave, all I kept thinking is, you've just said that, is like the light
0: bulb moment, is him out of Step Brothers, where there's that meme of him looking at the screen and these loads of fucking oh, equations yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he's crunching his yeah. nose up and he's looking <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, it's just like, oh, right. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm Team Al at the moment. It could change, but I just, I, the, the fucking stuff she was saying, and, and like you say, he's not a fucking mind reader. He's not a fucking sat there, like fucking Yori Geller going, hang on a minute. I need to go and sit in bed with her. It was just bizarre, and I, I, and that I, I hope that the um, fucking not fuck. What do we say? Not judges. Matchmakers. It, matchmakers. <laughs> Porta task because they're the sort of little yeah. gaslighting things that'll fuck him up for life. He'll be like, "What yeah. the fuck is going on here? I don't understand. I don't understand women. That's what he's going to say. You know. I, I found
1: that really weird, but great TV, Dave, as yeah. always. <laughs> it is great TV, and you're right. I, I hope they really pull her up in the commitment ceremony, reshow those clips and, and basically ask the question, how is Al supposed to know what you're signaling to him? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like, is he a, he's not a mind reader and maybe he doesn't, you know, match up to your previous relationships and, and how did they go? You know what I mean? It's like she needs a little bit of, um, uh, not brutal truth. What is it like? It's like a home truth. Don't you She wants like a, an honesty. Yeah. Proper honesty. Tone. She just, she just needs it spelling out for her. you know, a, her own behavior this week, I think. Yeah. And and then, you know, just help him along. It, it's not, you know, like I say, he's not your regella. So no. exactly. Anyway, what a great show though. Chris. What a great <laughs> show. we've been
0: properly <laughs> yabbering on today. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, mate. Um, but always, guys, please send your support in. Absolutely love it. We love when people are interacting with us on Facebook or social media. If you want to follow us on social media, at CD RealityCast, go to email us, Cast at gmail.com. And as always, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast if you want to support us a little bit more. We do appreciate everyone who supported us past and present. And today's roll call of honour is Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Hennessy, Susan Priscilla, Dee when I get there. Katie, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Amy, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, and Michelle. So thank you so much, guys, for supporting us. It really is good fun. And uh, next week, though, Dave, we will have to tell everyone it will be slightly delayed, won't it? Because, unfortunately, I've made the choice of taking my wonderful wife away for her birthday, Dave. And it's uh, a big one, but I won't tell her. I won't say how old she is. <laughs> not that big. I- However, I won't say <laughs> Dave, I didn't say that you fucker, right?
1: So um, I won't tell you how old she is. But I 10 said that years as if ago, I know, but yeah, it yeah. comes across quite badly. not it? Forget yeah. I said that, everyone. No, knows. no, no. Keep that in, Dave. Yeah, when Sam
0: listens to it, yeah. So no, it's not me. What I'll say is, and she's as beautiful now as she ever was. You know, when I first got with all them years ago, ten years ago, we went to Las Vegas, Dave, for a fortieth. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, so we go. Oh, that is. You don't need to fucking say that. You no, not talk about women's ages, Dave. Dave, I've done that on purpose. So when we sat by the pool this week, and she's listening, <laughs> she's gonna fucking backhand me and go, "Fuck off, Chris, you dick!" You know. So, <laughs> Dave, age is a number anyway. It doesn't matter. She's still as beautiful is, as she is. was, and I'm I'm proper creeping now. But anyway, um, so I am away, so there will be a slight delay. But we have got another episode coming this week, Dave, as well. So don't worry, guys. We have another show we're going to be covering, aren't we, Dave?
1: we have we have and so we are uh, idiots um (laughs) i think everyone who's basically been with us for any length of time already knows that and each time we say we are not doing multiple series Uh, um, and it's usually me saying that and you agreeing saying yeah yeah and then it's also me who usually ends up breaking and saying oh fuck it should we just do it (laughs) so we've ended up we said yeah we'll we'll probably drop the bachelor and to be honest chris if we were going to drop the bachelor it'd be right now wouldn't it It, it, there is a lull coming i feel uh, you know before we get to the end stuff where he's slept with multiple women. um but we've been hearing on the grapevine quite a lot of good things about love is blind and we covered the first season uh back in the days when you know we covered one or two things i think we just literally is that the first thing we did after love it, love island something like that I think yeah it might have been yeah and 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 so we did enjoy season 1 and then we did the reunion as well and uh well like oh should we watch it <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh go on then so we don't quite know what the format's going to be uh, there's already a bunch of shows dropped on netflix but the next episode from us, we're just going to cover that, episode one. We don't know yet, are we going to group up a few episodes like we are with maths? So we going to do it episode by episode? Um, but we'll figure that out. But yeah, if, you, if you're watching Love is Blind, then uh, we'll be doing episode one next.
0: Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. So, Dave, I am going to go and start packing my case, my friend. It is time for me to depart these shores. Even with Storm Eunice behind us, Dave, we might get there quicker. And I'm really
1: looking forward to this. So, good stuff. Nice one. And so, probably, what is it, F next? There'll be Storm Freddy next. So, hopefully, <laughs> you get off the ground before then. <laughs> <end>, so <laughs> You're right. All right, mate. Well it's been great to speak to you have a lovely time of course we'll probably speak a bit about love island at love is blind before that uh, she'll speak to you next time
0: take care bye